can we restart this sucked yeah we we can we really and can. also like okay for just to ignore the little skips and stuff amal you introduce yourself first and then jesse you go second and just do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wasn't even sure when it. to jump in or what i wasn't sure what to say anymore because you kind of like faltered that so much that i was like uh, uh is <laughs> this, yeah, cause is this okay it's gonna be like hello all right and you know i do the longer like this so i don't have to introduce you so you guys have a a voice (laughs) take two all right all right take two that's funny take two you're listening to a hockey podcast where we talk about ice hockey and stuff Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of This Hockey Pod. I am one of your hosts, Chanel. Hi, and we I'm also Molly. Have... <laughs> Didn't it be our intro? Honestly, it should be our intro. Today. This is our intro today. That's, that's fine. We're done. Cool. Do a, Hi. Um, you can do like a, a, a compilation <laughs> cut of all the failed attempts to start. You know? <laughs> Oh my god, shall we just keep going? Let's just keep going. Hi, my name is Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Jesse. Okay, so now that you know exactly who each one of us are, um, we would like to continue on our our, um, lives. Our predictions? It's gonna go great. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Um, yeah, our predictiwoos, as Molly would say, predictiwoos, predictiwoos, predictiwoos. But before we jump into the second half of the predictions, um, do you guys have anything that you want to say about um, the season so far, like the first two weeks? That's a good question, Chanel. I didn't think about it. I do have like things that I want to add throughout the predictions and it didn't uh impact any of my predictions in any way because i you know i stuck with them even knowing what i know now and it doesn't really matter because there's only how many games have there been five each roughly yeah depending on the team it ranges from like three to five right i mean exactly. oh, yeah. more than that but you know anyway. so it, it doesn't really matter it shouldn't impact too many people people should not be worried about their team straight off the bat unless you know you know you're a tank city like you know arizona and the Blackhawks, you know? I don't think they're worried because they know what they're doing. I think it's they the know teams what they're that don't know what they're doing. Well, and you know what? That's something I'm going to talk about. So I guess we should just That's go true. in. And then if we have anything to add about what's happening this season, we can just go ahead and do it per team, you know? Part two of our NHL 2022-2023 predictions. Whoop, whoop. Um, let's just jump right into our Western Conference picks, yeah? Yeah. We're going to do the Central Division first, so everyone's aware, and we're going to work back way, uh, back way, backwards. Back way. Ooh. Back way. I love the, the back top. way. <laughs> Guys, I did not take my vitamin B12, so my focus is not here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Molly, how about you start first with your, um, your last place pick? You know what? Central? This what? was a really tough decision 
really tough on who to put bottom in the central. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys agree point. with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Could be anyone. But I I do think that we all did put um did put that was English. Um, I do think that we all put down the same team, which is Arizona. Yeah, I will second that. There you go. Yay. And we got a third. You know, well, they're not a hockey team at this point, are they? No, well, they're a college hockey team. <laughs> it's a college hockey team. I mean, basically, That's an insult to college hockey teams. <laughs> You know, I, mean, I, I want to know if the team room. they're sharing an arena with will have a better record by the end of the year than they will. Oh, can you imagine? Hey, but mean, are probably. you are you both not excited to see your teams play in a college arena? Like, what is that going to look like? It's going to be so tiny, or will it be so much bigger because they have to zoom in? <laughs> I will I say, know. I am absolutely interested in watching that first home game. I, I want to see what it looks like. I'm very curious. I think that Arizona will do really well at home because the other teams will just be like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, it's like a shock for them. They won't even be discombobulated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess <laughs> like, it could benefit from that sort girls. of like, unique atmosphere. Dude, all the college girls will be there lifting up their shirts. <laughs> showing up to games hungover. <laughs> Me. It's perfect, honestly. It's the greatest distraction of all time. I want somebody to catch a video of, like, Clayton Keller at a kegger somewhere nearby or something like that. Nice. 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 After they 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 have, like, their first home win or whatever. Yeah, you know what? And who needs a Stanley Cup when you've got a keg? You can just lift that over your head. Yeah. Retweet. Okay, well, in terms of actual... We have nothing. We have nothing good to say about this team. No, for the hockey on the ice, I, I did. I did want to say a couple things, actually. Oh, okay. Go for it. Um, basically, they're tanking. We all know that they're tanking, right? No, it's not a secret. It's no secret. And if they play, if anyone works hard to win for this team, everyone's probably just going to side eye them because they really are aiming for that um, first overall pick. Uh, who is Connor? Connor Bedard. Yeah. Hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure. I'm um, nodding. Yes. Yes, Connor Bedard. That's who they're aiming for. Um. Yeah, I guess that's all I want to say is, guys, they're aiming for a first overall pick, and they're probably going to trade Chitrin. Yeah, I think it's just a matter like it, it's basically public knowledge at this point that they want to trade him. He wants to be traded. It's just a matter of when. But um, he is currently, uh, I believe, injured. I don't know when he's coming back, but it seems like it might be in the near future. So, like, does he get traded while he's still injured? Maybe not. So it still seems like that might take a bit before it finally clears itself up. Tell you, he pushed himself. uh, They pushed trading him because his value is quickly decreasing due to a disappointing season last season. And then now there's an injury. So let's see if he picks up where he started because the question here for the coyotes is not that they're gonna do any good because they're truly not it's just will they pick up someone good because they like they're gonna trade chitron will his value be good and then obviously are they gonna land that last place to get the first overall draft pick i'll say i still expect him to fetch a good return because honestly 
uh, even with the injury and the lesser uh, season last time, he is still like a very strong, uh, like solid defenseman. And not just that, it's the age and the cost control because he's 24 and he's only being mm, paid yeah. 4.6 million for this season and the next two after the fact. So that is like crazy value for a defenseman. And we, we've seen lately people are almost like paying more for cap hits in terms of like if a, if a contract is very affordable, they're willing to pay more to acquire him. While if a contract is more expensive, you kind of almost have to dump the guy onto another team, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, no, I, I, I feel point. it's going to be worth it. That's a good point. All right, there you go. There you have it, your Arizona Coyotes, last place. We. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some form of entertainment in watching a team that you know is going for the tank, but but especially in their weird situation with their, you know, arena drama and whatnot. It it could be an interesting team to watch just for the sort of um, schadenfreude effect, right? (laughs) Yes. Ambiance. Exactly. You're just like, sometimes it's fun to see something bad or, or like watch a train wreck can be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Speaking of train wrecks. (laughs) <laughs> speaking of train wrecks how about your uh, second last pick um, um I did take some picks out of just like my brain wow mm-hmm. my yeah well done me oh. like you know when you, you, you just don't like a team and you don't want them to do well so you just like manifest that hatred mm. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Chicago. Um, Chicago here too. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I think this is one of those cases where your dislike for the team and their actual ability on the ice will probably line up to put them in seventh place, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't want to support a franchise like that, and I know for sure they're not going to be the bottom because they actually have an arena. You know, that they are is. still clearly tanking for them. They are yeah, definitely going for yeah. the tank, just like Arizona. It's just I think Arizona has a worse roster overall. Yeah, yeah. There's no positives of this team, unfortunately. I've, yeah, no. Positives. Do we think that Taves or Kane will be traded at some point this year? I say yes to Kane, and before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, that way they can at least even tank more. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Or are they going to do like a Minnesota thing, you know, and they just slashed contracts? Oh, I doubt they would buy them out though, because like that would be kind of Kane's worth too much. You 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 wouldn't want to do that. Taves might be mm. the one that's hard to trade because he's not he's not worth his contract right now. No, so I think they might buy out Taves, trade Kane. Oh, I I don't think there there's a need to buy out at this point, right? I think it's their last year. Is it, Was it their, their last, last year, year? The contract. I think it's their last year, if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah, that's why. That, that's what it is. It's basically a matter of, do you just let them play out the season and they go to free agency, or do you trade them before the deadline? I say yes to Kane. I'm not sure about tapes. Yeah, that, that's what I'm figuring, too. Hmm. They do have no trade clauses, though, so it's Ooh. still up to them. They have to agree to it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I if mean, I was them, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. I was just going to say. I was just going to say. <laughs> and then other people were like, look, 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 I'm in. Max Domi's playing there now. And 
Peter Morazic, mm. and yep. I mean they're they have not been doing well the last couple of years. So I, I think this is part of their strategy, though, with um, especially the contracts for Max Domi and Andreas Athanasiu. They both signed them to just one year contracts at three million each. Mm-hmm. So they're expiring at the end of the year. My guess is that once the tank, like obviously by the end, by the closer to like the trade deadline, they will clearly not be in the playoff race. Um, those guys are easily tradable rentals that could fetch some amount of value, right? The sort of situation where they can play there, get some points up their value, then you trade them away to a contending team that needs uh, some extra help in the playoffs. So I didn't think that Max Domi is just going to be the next person to be bouncing around teams. Yeah, he's been bouncing around so much. Yeah. Like, uh, well, what's his name? Galchenyuk. Galchenyuk. Oh, yeah, the poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did good with us, though. Yes, except for that. The tour of America. <laughs> Have they set him down for the AHL again? Mm. <laughs> is, is he in Arizona? Who knows? Uh, no, actually, right now, he's uh, unfortunately not with any team because of an injury. Oh, he had me. signed a PTO oh, with the Avalanche, and he got cut yeah, he because he got me. injured. Yeah. It, it's not even really mm. because of his play, unfortunately. It's because of the injury that he got cut. So who knows when he recovers, and then can he get into a team somewhere? Well, who knows? The, the Avalanche might revisit him later, but, you know, it, it sucks for him, that's for sure. All right. Well, there you have it. The Chicago Blackhawks. We all picked them for seventh place. How about sixth place? So I'll say for for me, I find the range from sixth place to like third place in the central, or at least like six to four, I find is really difficult. There's a bit of a mushy middle in the central where I feel like there's an obvious top and an obvious bottom. And everything else in the middle of that sandwich is kind of like you could put it in any order. It'll just kind of depend on who overperforms and who underperforms. I think yeah. it's going to be a tight race for that those playoff spots in the central, and it could kind of be a toss-up. So I ended up landing on putting the Jets at number six. Hmm. Me too. Okay, oh, okay. man. I yeah. don't know why I put Dallas. Oh, interesting. No! I... Chanel! I don't know why I did that, because I picked this a long time ago. Not a believer in the stars. You know, I'm not that crazy over the stars right now. I do think that they have hope with uh, Ottinger, you know. Uh, <laughs> but the question yeah. for Ottinger is, he's probably, well, one, I think he'll be able to establish himself as a starting goal. Yes, it was just uh, a year of success, but I think that it can just continue. Um, the question is, can they sign him long-term, or are they going to aim for a short-term deal? He's young. Oh, the the contract's already been signed at this point. Oh, did it? Has it? And how long has it? Was it? I, uh, let me double-check from what I remember. Because he was an RFA, right? Yeah, exactly. It was a bridge deal of three years for $4 million. Mm, Okay, so that's, like, short-term-ish. It's, like, mid-middle. Yeah. Um, I, I think that... it makes sense though. Dallas didn't have the money to spend, and I, I, if if he keeps up the play that he was playing, I think he'll outvalue himself past that four million dollars pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's my point. Is that I think he'll be able to definitely keep it up, and maybe they'll be regretful. Maybe he won't stay with them. 
Because he needs money. He'll he'll probably be asking for money is my question. Yeah. He will be an RFA at the end of this contract, I believe. So at least he ha- there's that level of control. But yeah, obviously, if he continues that at play, he's going to be worth some big bucks. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that's what I'm saying. That's my positive for them. In terms of negative, like, I don't know, man. This team just doesn't hit. Okay? Maul, you get it, right? They just don't hit. Now, do you mean... <laughs> physical hitting or like a vibe like, kind of hitting no, no they do the opposite and i i know molly doesn't agree with dallas i mean in general where if you feel a certain way about a team you just feel a certain way about a team and i feel that way maybe i will change my mind i am so sorry to our dallas fan who listens to our podcast i love you don't unsubscribe maybe i'll just i'll be regretful by the end of this and i'll change my mind Stick to your choices, man. I mean, okay, okay. I see what you mean about the stars. Like, they're very much a... For us being more, I don't know, Canada-centric in terms of hockey, mainly because you guys are Canadian and I'm... That's true, not. that's true. We we definitely have a blind spot, I I, I can say, with um, especially the Central, because aside from the Jets, right, there's no Canadian teams. There's not a lot of teams that maybe garner as much media attention uh this side of the the, the pond basically so um it, it's it's very much um i find teams like dallas minnesota especially kind of get lost in the shuffle obviously arizona oh, too yeah. gets ignored a lot of the time yeah i can agree with so, that so it's it's kind of like a oh it's it's a hot place why they're playing hockey i'm not interested <laughs> yes <laughs> That that part doesn't bother me too much there. I, honestly, I think it's fun to be able to see hockey in other places that wouldn't conventionally have it. Like even yeah, they were, true, true. Um, we, we got some news yesterday that the NHL was yeah. looking into possibly playing games in Australia. Yeah, that's so cool. I think that'd be so cool. I think they that should trade really for cool. Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Which position does he play? Oh, definitely goalie. Come on now. Look at those butt. That butt is huge. He can block a lot of shots. You're right. He's already got leg pads basically naturally, right? Exactly. And he can hide the pucks in his little pouch. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, so you guys, you guys. Yeah, uh, Molly, why are we putting the Jets in sixth place? I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a lie. That's a lie. No, no. So uh, I put them quite high up again last year, and I've. I shouldn't have, basically, uh, because I didn't. I'm just lowering my expectations for them. Um, so, what do they do in the off season? They they re-signed. Is it Dubois? Uh, no, I think they already had him signed at this point. Yeah. 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 Honestly, that that's kind of what I I wanted to say was that the off season moves are like almost nothing. Yeah, they, they didn't really do much in the off season, so no. they didn't do like exceptionally stellar no. last year. Really, like, for signings, so... we've got Sam Gagne, which is just, you know, depth forward. He's decent, but, yeah. like, it's not going to change the makeup of your team, right? And then David Riddick as a backup goaltender, which <laughs> backup I... I don't feel good about that at all. No. I mean, Hellebuck's great. We yes, stand obviously. a goalie. But I don't think he's got a good team in front of him. Agreed. And we all like know one of those... good goalies crumble without a good team. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those cases of like they seem like they should be better, but like something's not clicking well. At least that's what happened last year, right? Like they technically they finished in six last year as well, so we're expecting them to just basically end up in the same spot. 
but like like we said, they kind of just look like the same team again. So why wouldn't they end up in the same spot? Yeah, they got a new head coach though, haven't they? Yes, Rick Bonus is yeah. the only thing that I would say might be the factor to change things up. Last year, they did have the weird situation where Paul Maurice left early in the year. There, uh, yeah, Dave Lowry stepped in as interim in the meantime, and it, the team kind of floundered. I, I think Rick Bonus is solid enough of a coach to maybe possibly carry them over into like the sort of like wild card spot or like p- picking like that last playoff spot. I, I could see that happening. But at the same time, I don't have strong enough feelings about it to, to make me say that, like, yeah, they're definitely a playoff team this year. Yeah, I understand this world. I think they're just going to miss out. Yeah, I think my note that I wrote down was stale team. They feel yeah. stale to me. That's a great way of describing them right now. Oh, and the whole captaincy uh, controversy, right? Oh, yeah, like the locker room stuff? Yeah, that just shows there's something off there, right? Where, like, after so many years, Blake Wheeler gets stripped of his captaincy and they don't even give him an A after that? That's... It happens sometimes, but it's very rare and usually it doesn't signal good things. Yeah, and obviously you can't make speculations, but here I am speculating. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe he said, fuck this fucking team. I'm out. I'm not a captain anymore. Enjoy yourself. No one listens to me anyways. Or maybe it's the opposite where everyone's like, my God, this captain is a literal garbage. We don't enjoy him. We're not friends. And maybe they're like, yeah, we got to change something. And maybe, maybe it's the leadership in the room. Who knows? Yeah. I maybe see it a bit more of a sort of like, maybe the locker room's a bit of a mess. Things aren't going well. Morale is low. And you see that this guy's been captain for so long and it hasn't really made things well. So maybe we need a change kind of situation, right? Like he's not, just like how coaches need to be replaced after a while because things get stale and the guys stop listening to the coach. Maybe it's a sort of situation where the captain, you need to freshen things up and have a new voice leading the room. So weird, Mm. but yeah. Uh, Actually, perfect transition. My my, uh, fifth place is the Jets, and I said what I need to say. So you guys can talk about your fifth. Okay, there you go. So we're, we're at least we're of the same mind for that, basically. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Mm-hmm. I put down Trashville. <laughs> Trashville. Trashville. Did I say dead. that? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> My bad. Nashville Predators. I, I feel like <laughs> I might get roasted for this. I'm not sure how people will feel about this, but I have the Minnesota Wild at fifth. Okay. What? Oh, well, there you go. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> Eat your heart out. Uh, what? Mm, okay. <laughs> you know what? T- talk about Trashville first, and no, then I'll, I'll, I'll let you know why I, I feel that way about the wild. Okay. Oh, Nashville. They're not, they're not like a good team. They're a bruiser team. In the Central, I feel like it is very much you play hockey, you don't play hockey, or you beat the other team up and call it hockey. And Nashville is in that last section, um, especially during the playoffs. So I think that, you know, they played in the playoffs really fucking well. So I was hoping that they do a little bit of a Montreal Canadiens thing where they play really good and then just don't pick it back up again um, and just miss out on the playoff spot you know, this year, so the abs get an easier run. That's my <laughs> reasoning. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, 
Me for the Minnesota Wild, basically the way I see it is that they've only downgraded this year. I think because of the situation with how they bought out um, Parise and Suter, uh, the, uh, it like affected their cap in a way where they almost had to like swing for the fences and then basically live with their mess after the fact. Yeah. Right? Because we knew that Definitely. like going forward, it was going to be difficult for them to sort of pay players and pay for new players. Um, if I, going back to the last season, um, obviously we had Kirill Kaprizov with the most points for the team and he's still there. He's clearly the driving force for the team. Uh, obviously, yeah, he's if, insane. For my prediction to be wrong, which it absolutely could be, Kirill will have to overperform, which, look, that's not unrealistic at all, obviously, right? Kirill could absolutely push them yeah. past that point, honestly. So who knows? I could be wrong just because of him. But their second highest scorer was Kevin Fiala. And yeah. they had to immediately mm. trade him away to the Kings because they could not afford to sign him. So that you're losing your second highest scorer right off the bat. So that's a big loss right there. Um, also, they lose other guys that are solid, uh, like uh, Bukestad, and also the trading away of Cam Talbot. I, I know he's a little bit of a mixed bag for some fans. Some fans thought he was good. Some fans didn't like him. And, you know, Marquand de Fleury was definitely a favorite. Said, Who doesn't love Flower? But um, I, I did question a little bit trading him away. I, I get there was a bit of tension, it seems, with the, the situation. But it, it's weird not to say, right? Because Cam Talbot is injured now with Ottawa. So we don't even know how he's going to play. But we do know that Marquand de Fleury is off to a rough start. So would it have been good or bad either way? I, I have no clue. But I, I don't think they really did much to help bolster this team. And I just, I just have this sneaking suspicion that they will underperform compared to last year, and it might have a dramatic impact on the standings, especially if other teams in the Central overperform. I think their saving grace will be uh, Marco Rossi and Matthew Boldy. I know there's a lot of excitement with uh, Wild Fan for those two young men. Um, they could uh, catapult things into another uh, stratosphere. Like they, they could really make <laughs> my call look really bad. Uh, in a few months' time, but I'm just I just have this feeling that like Minnesota might be due for a drop. It doesn't mean they can't bounce back later on, but this could be like their sort of like down season, you know. Especially if they can't fix their goaltending early enough. If the goaltending keeps yeah. uh, failing them this year, there it's already off to a bad start. It, it could be the sign of things to come. But it is early days. It's still yeah, exactly. Days. They could always bounce back. Uh, Flirty's been known to have weird. Sh- like sections where he goes way downhill and we're like "Uh uh-oh the age is finally showing i think it's over and then he still has amazing games out of nowhere and you're like oh maybe we were premature on the demise of uh flower right so who knows that's how i feel but also i you know save some freaking points for me man holy oh party and did i did i i took all your talking points (laughs) pretty much you know what it's okay That's, that's fine I'm sorry, I'm just I'm such a wild fan a that I can't, you know, I can't stop. <laughs> I'm such a wild fan that I put them fifth. <laughs> Actually, Molly, you put Nashville in fifth, and yeah, I put and Nashville in fourth. I don't really have much, much to say. Oh, okay. We're doing really good segues here, aren't we? Yeah, I also have Nashville at fourth. Oh, okay. so have you guys got oh. more to speak about than Nashville? Okay, okay. I've got... To be fair, I did just talk about my personal feelings about Nashville, so I should probably give you some actual real facts about why I put them where I did. <laughs> sure. 
look i'm trying to be i'm knowledgeable honest i do know my hockey she does i know personally yeah i just don't really care about nashville <laughs> See, um, that's what i felt about dallas no offense it's just how i feel i could make a proper <laughs> argument about this but i don't care to do so yeah okay so what's a plus about the nashville uh is it need a writer need a yeah yeah it was an interesting acquisition he he's an interesting dude i think he's gonna score more because he's he's a i think he's got the right personality type for the team i think he'll blend well because he seems to have that same kind of um which is why i'm in nashville Oh, goodness me. Nashville fans are going to come for me. They're going to find where I live and murder me, aren't they? Um, oh, my God. But who else they got? They've still got Duchenne, uh, Granlund. Uh, yeah, yeah he's pretty He's pretty okay, isn't he? They just acquired so, you know, They've got a good front line. They've got a good goal still. Like, you know. But... Also, they they haven't changed much, and I don't think that they're going to make it to the playoffs. You guys now talk. Thank you. <laughs> Lupa, let me add on to that. Um, you know, I didn't put them super high, but I put them in fourth, which means they've got to have some good things about them, right? And I personally am just like, hello, hello. Anyone talking about Roman Yossi? Obviously, he's one of their most popular players, but he is... Super good. He had 96 points last season with 23 goals, 73 assists. Duh, he's a defenseman. Yeah, that's, that's already That's so good. That's so good. And I was just looking up on this, but the, um, the last time a defenseman had that many points was in 2022 and 2023 with uh, Gilhousie. Phil- it's sorry, sorry. Yeah. Wait, wait what, what year? The uh, 2002 and 2003. Like okay, sorry. Months. You said the 2022, 2023. Oh, did I? Oh yeah. my goodness. That's well. That's not a feat if that was the case. But um. Yeah. We haven't seen a defenseman hit a hundred points in a while, and I just wanted to see it happen. I was like, exactly. That was so close. So I think that he's gonna have that absolute itch to do that this season if he can. I know it's super hard to keep up for defense. When you look at Morgan Riley that one year where he was outstanding. And since then, it's been very hard to get that kind of season back. You know, Tyson, very similar situation. It's difficult. And he just blew it out of the water here, but hopefully he can do it again. So I personally think we can focus on a defenseman being good for the Predators, which is great, but also we need our forwards to do it as well. So can we rely on... Duchesne and Johansson to do another good season. Yeah, I think me too for like why I put them at fourth is because I feel like I was down on them last year and they actually surprised me. I feel like, although they, like they weren't the best ever, obviously, they did perform, I think, above my expectations personally. So um, I was pretty pleased seeing that, especially with, like you said, uh, Duchesne and um, Johansson specifically. It was really weird to see them bounce back like that all of a sudden. Like, we all thought it was like, that's it. Matt Duchesne and uh, Ryan Johansson, it's it's downhill from here. Uh, there's no salvaging these deals. And then all of a sudden, they just, like, came back. Uh, Ryan Johansson, maybe not as as impressive as Matt Duchesne, but still pretty good, all things considered. Like, you'll take as much as you can get from him. But Matt Duchesne, his uh, 43 goals and 43 assists 
I was like, uh, yeah. okay, where did this come from, right? Super cool. Um, was this a, uh, was it a career year for him? Come to think of it? I think it was, eh? Yeah, I think it was a career year for him, which is crazy. Like, I'll, like I don't know where this just happens. I, I guess my, my concern is, is this just because scoring went up in the NHL last year and they benefited from it? Or did they really have, like, a legit bounce back that they can maintain going into this year? So then we'll see. And I think this team looks better on paper than most people maybe uh, realize. I wouldn't call them Trashville. I would call them Passville. <laughs> I think they get a pass. I think they're pretty decent. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I think the additions of uh, McDonough, like you mentioned, I think that's a really good addition. They're always known for their great defensive core, and McDonough just keeps on building on that. And Kevin Lankinen as a backup goalie, I think it's a pretty good addition, honestly. He was pretty decent in, in terrible teams in Chicago. And obviously they still have Saros, which was, you know, literally like he could be a potential contender for the Vesna, depending on how his season goes. Like he was really good last year. We'll hopefully he keeps it up. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But, you know, I, I think there's more there to it. It's just a matter of like, can they, can things gel like it did last year? So that's why I put them in fourth, basically. Okay. And then Molly, did you tell us who you put in fourth? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Who, who, who do you have? Uh, I put the stars. Okay. Yeah. Why? Just put the stars. Because <laughs> I couldn't put them fifth because I put Nashville fifth. Um, no, I, I think they're due to, to have a squeaky squeak into the playoffs. Um, I feel like they've had a rough couple of years with loads of injuries and just things just not going their way. And well, with the, you know, it's Otager, like you were saying. Being mm-hmm. You guys just talk about everything that I wanted to say. Like oh. you, you, you were saying that, so you know, all your negatives were kind of like, yeah. Why did I put them so high up? So <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> They're not a bad team. It's a very tough division to be in. Is the central because you've got two trash teams, yeah. and then the rest are kind of like, wow, these are these are hockey teams. So yeah. you know what? Well, I think it's their chance to squeak in over Nashville for once. Um, That's kind of what I was I saying think. when I said there's a mushy middle, right? Where you're just like, I put yeah. this team fifth because I put the other one fourth, basically. I <laughs> they end up identify in as a mushy middle. <laughs> That's a mushy middle. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's a mystery sandwich. We know yeah. we know the top bread, we know the bottom bread, we don't know what we're going to get in the middle. Hmm. I don't want to know. No, no, I don't <laughs> I don't really like it anymore. Yeah, so um are we going on for thirds? Mhm. Sure. Yeah. Let's start. You know what, Molly, how about you start this time? Um I put the blues. Me too. Me as well. Oh, I hate it, but you know, I put the blues. Yeah, I know, I know. And yeah. why did you put them in third? Okay, there is a lot right with the blues. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, oh, honestly, my talk about hockey today is just kind of like let me tell you emotional opinions on teams okay. with no actual backup. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've always um, had emotional opinions about the blues. Yeah, let's be honest. I'm an Avs fan. I hate Binnington. I can't spell his name correctly, um, but I just want to offend him and his whole family at this point. 
so um yeah you can make it to the playoffs uh but also piece of trash piece of trash human shouldn't be deserved in playoffs but here we are i'm I'm going off of one again you know what just... though i'll just transition <laughs> from what you just said about bennington <laughs> and maybe this will help you a little bit i personally don't think bennington's gonna have as stellar of a season as he did last year oh when... no i don't think he is either he did have a really good season you know he had a, a, a nine, it was phenomenal a, to a be really fair. really good. great goalie really yeah, great goalie really just just you know an actual rat yeah and and you know what he's not necessarily he was better than that even so last season wasn't even his best season i believe is that right jesse you know everything i mean i'd say his first season was his best season right yeah that's just it was the miracle run it was it was very special exactly so the reason why there's got to be a reason my backup it can't just be like oh i just don't think he's gonna be as good the reason i'm saying that is because they literally lost um well, who who a you know a backup, right? He was the backup. Yeah, basically, I think he was the backup, like, wasn't he? He took over for starter for a while. It was there. like tandem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they lost him. Therefore, Bennington's probably going to play a lot more. Who knows if that helps him or hurts him? And then they also lost Perron, right? And mm. he was really, really good. And when they lose someone like that, maybe the person in net loses confidence in their team because you know he's holding the team together in certain in certain places obviously they're a well put together team just not perfect i don't know does that make sense <laughs> i think david perron is a big uh loss for the team it's it's so funny because like whenever he would leave he'd always come back it always it almost seemed like he was destined to be a blue forever and then the fact that he signed with detroit this year i was very surprised yeah you know, Tyler Bozak's yeah. gone, obviously. I don't think he was contributing as much anymore. But, you know, it's no. it's a guy missing that's been there for a while. It might change the team chemistry. And like you said, Huso. I think a lot of people forget because Huso had a standout year last year. Like, very yeah. great, like amazing year. And then Jordan Binnington, while he floundered at first, eventually figured it out. And by the time we were in the playoffs, technically Binnington took back over. Yeah. So I, I'll say I, I have him at third because I think I have a decent feeling in Jordan Bennington this year that I think he'll be able to be solid enough. Yeah, that's my question. Will I, he... I think he'll be solid enough. My my worry is now the backup is Thomas Grice, and I think he's at a point now where he might not be as effective. Yeah, but that's why I was saying maybe it's not going to be as good. I mean, can I, I placed them in third, and they were third last year, you know? So I didn't say there's much movement. There's not, there, there won't be much movement in my opinion, but because the backup is not there to come in clutch, maybe he'll play more and maybe that'll make him tired or maybe that'll keep him in form. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think St. Louis is in a weird situation where they lost a few guys that are important, but not critical. Like it's not detrimental to the team. And then they didn't really add anything that makes up that difference. So they're almost kind of like floating in that same area. So that's why it's like, I don't feel like there's much gain or loss in that sense. Um, They did like manage to lock up uh, Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo to long-term extensions, but then they lose Scandella and Perunovic to injury for who knows how long at this point. And there's still that weird cloud floating over um, to a certain degree, Ryan O'Reilly, but especially Tarasenko. Um, they are both on the last year of their contract at the moment. Oh yeah, I think but surely seems... that would mean that they're going to play more fervently. 
Probably a contract yeah. years, right? You want to make extra money, that's for sure. Um, yeah, and also prove your value of being re-signed. Exactly. My vibe is that Riley probably gets re-signed because he's the team captain and he seems to like like it there, right? Like it, he finally fit mm. there compared to like previous teams he was in. But Avalanche. Tarasenko is a big question mark. <laughs> I know a lot of people, if uh, if you remember the talking point um, last year, like maybe even like the offseason before, it's, it, it's been a bit at this point. It feels like forever, but he had requested a trade. Yeah. Something about being dissatisfied with the way his recovery was handled when he was injured in St. Louis. And, but then they never traded him. And then he just and stayed on the brushed. team. Yeah. He performed but well, too. That... Like, he's, he's been playing well. But now that, like, um, Perrin's gone, he's surely going to take up that position on the top line. So maybe that's going to push him to actually, I don't know, be a higher goal scorer for the team? Or is he going to play it so he actually plays badly to be traded? I I think it's more of a matter of, like, he's probably going to play well no matter what, you know, barring injury, of course. I think the question is more, does... Does that does he stay afterwards? And if he really doesn't want to stay afterwards, like let's say he wants to test free agency, like we might assume he would, then what is St. Louis going to do about it? Do you let him play out the season or do you try to trade him away last minute to get something out of it? It's a weird position because St. Louis wants to contend, obviously, right? So they're not going to want to trade him away if they don't have to. But, you know, it's, it's the kind of risk where you might just have to, like, let him play out a season and walk in free agency and then you bite the bullet on it. Uh. Yeah, um, mm. my hot take is he's going to be traded. So. You think he's going to be traded? Yeah, that's my take. Let's move on. <laughs> Ooh, number two? Number two. I put Avalanche first last time, I believe, though. So I'm just trying to let everyone know that I'm not betraying completely. I have you the sure? stars this time at second? Yes. <laughs> okay. I was actually thinking of putting the stars at like second to be like... Wham bam, no reasons. <laughs> Just fuck so We all have different opinions on who's second. <laughs> no, I'm nervous now about the stars being so low on my list. <laughs> Oops. You know what? I was in a silly, goofy mood, so. <laughs> no, I I should have put the wild lower because I forgot that they, the goalie situation. Um, so I was like, they've got bare bones, really good team, you know? That's a lie, wasn't it? To but be fair to you, guns. I don't think we could have predicted how bad the goaltending would have started off this year. True, true. It's worse than true. anybody could have predicted, I think. Ugh. But yeah, you, you've said everything about the wild that needs to be said. Uh, go wild. Bro. Go so wild. Is crushing it in fantasy for me. Oh. Yeah. Stunning, Spicy. stunning. 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 <laughs> so yeah, you guys talk about your second pick. So Jesse, have you got anything to add on on our Dallas kind of shittery? At, at first I wasn't thinking of putting them that high, but the more I yeah. looked at everything else, I had mixed feelings on a lot of teams. And although um some of them I have a bit more faith in. Generally speaking, like, I'm not high on Dallas most of the time. I'm not, like, the biggest Dallas fan, and I find they're very hit and miss. But I think that's why I'm putting them so high this year, because they are so hit and miss. They seem to have, off like, seasons that aren't so great and then seasons that are really good, right? Like, we've seen them make the cup, Stanley Cup playoffs and then miss the playoffs the next year and then perform well again and then drop off. 
And I feel like last season was middling, you know, a little mediocre. Not the worst, not the best. They, they've had a lot of mediocre seasons throughout the last few years. And I just feel like things are in a good spot right now for them to perform well. And again, who knows, next year they could fall down again. But I have a bit more faith in the team this year. Um, obviously, Jason Robertson is like the X factor of the team. Absolutely. It's kind of just like the sky's the limit with him. Yeah. I'm very excited to see how far he goes. He actually brings some excitement to a team that, for me personally, doesn't always interest me that much. And um, Mason Marchment was an interesting signing because at first I wasn't sure how that would play out. Like, I didn't know if he was just performing so well because he was in Florida, um, specifically with that team on those lines. It's a very high-flying offense. But uh, And then Dallas has been known for being a bit more defensive. So I was like, maybe he won't perform as well. But I think it's off to a good start. And honestly, I think the key factor with this that people might overlook is the new coach, Pete DeBoer. Because Pete DeBoer... Um, is a bit of a controversial coach, I find, because he usually leaves in bad circumstances. Like, by the time he gets fired, usually from a team, it's because the team's underperforming and, you know, the, the, the fan base might be tired of him as coach, uh, as we saw <laughs> in uh, Vegas and uh, even before that with San Jose and stuff. But whenever he joins a team, he usually gives them a good kickstart. You know, they, like, every time he joins a new team, they make the playoffs and they usually make it far. So I'm expecting the same from Dallas. He's probably going to give them the, the right sort of like energy boost to get them going to start off. And then, you know, probably Peter's out eventually like he's done with the other teams. But that at least means for this year, it should be a a good run, I think. I'm, I'm not discounting other guys like Joe Pavelski either. Uh, every year we think he's older and he's going to get worse. He seems to just keep performing like really well. Uh, I just think he's, he's, he's a very... Uh, a, I don't know if he's overrated or underrated at this point. You know what I mean? Rated. Like he's he's so good, but yeah, we're just rated. He's so <laughs> good, but then he's older, and then he blend he goes to Dallas, and like maybe we forget about him, but then he keeps performing super well. Like it's it's just yeah. And Jake Ottinger, honestly, I'm expecting him to be really good in net. I the entire last season, like, it took them a while before they finally settled on having Ottinger in net as their starter, because there was a whole Brayden Holtby uh, in there, you know, there was a uh, hope for Bishop coming back, and that didn't work out, and, you know, the remnants of uh, of Hudobin. It was a weird mess in net before they finally settled on Ottinger, and I thought from the beginning they should have stuck to Ottinger, and I think that yeah. was clear by the end of the year that Ottinger was the man, and if they would have figured that out earlier, they could have had a better year last year, who knows? <laughs> He's the man. And also, that's He's a good point on uh, DeBoer that I didn't think of. Yeah. Yeah, I think good year this year. Future years, we'll see how it goes. But Pete DeBoer usually has a good first season with his teams. So expect to see Dallas in the, I don't know, conference finals. Yeah, I, I expect to see that. All right. I might have to eat my words later then. Yeah, why have you put Avalanche in number two? Um, I why put have you done that? Because just like I do with the Leafs, you know, I just, uh, I love them both and I'm just being cautious. Actually, the reason is because <laughs> this is going to sound silly, but yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking in my head is I know they were good. The abs are great and they have been good without Kadri, but they were stellar with him. Oh, darn you know? I, I know. I can't. I've been through it. I've been through it. We know. Pour we out. know. Pour one out for Kadri. <laughs> Pour one out. Pour ten out for Kadri. That's my man right there. 
super mm-hmm. happy for him in the cup and he decided he wanted to make some more cash why not it's like wow i did so good i got a cup let's get a promotion life's good for him as for the avalanche i still think they're going to do an insane they're going to have sorry an insanely good season but they they lost kadri they lost kemper even can georgiev replace that kind of goaltending i'm yeah. not i'm not too sure about that um yeah. Now, the one thing I will say, though, is there's an extra little added push for McKinnon specifically because he is now the highest paid player in the league. Yeah. And as we've seen from recent statistics, this tends to hurt the players more than help them. They seem to come out of that phase in, in, the, in the following year, but the year right after they get paid seems to be a real shit year for them. I do not know why, but it seems to be a pattern. Maybe it won't be the case with McKinnon because he's totally elite. Um, And there's an extra milestone for his career where he can possibly get 100 points. He was so close this season, right, to getting 100 points. Yeah. So he might want to hit that milestone. He just got a pay raise. Maybe he'll just be gunning for it. So maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, he definitely strikes me as, like, the older he gets, probably the more – uh, amazing he's gonna get like he, he he could be one of those players that has like maybe his best season like up to like age like 30 or something you know what no, I mean? no i know he's impressive for sure he's elite like i was saying and it makes sense that he's the highest player in the league um i didn't really blink an eye when i saw that he got that yeah. much money um so basically yeah i think they're doing they're gonna do great mckinnon's gonna pick it up however they did lose kadrian kemper so we're gonna have to wait and see so then in that case, um, maybe me and Molly should continue from that point because we about... both put them, uh, the correct team at first, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> but again, you this is another one of those Chanel puts leaves at second. And yes. I'm like, mm. And there's me and Jesse just like, what are you doing, fam? Like, come on. <laughs> Homie. Look, I'll say I, I'm definitely not on? that confident on the Leafs being first, but I definitely have a better feeling about Colorado being first. Yeah. Um. Even with the whole shifts and Kadri leaving and everything, there is still so much greatness in this team that it's not like I want to say Boston falls apart because they lost their captain. It's <laughs> yes, it's sad that Kadri's. You know, it's sadly Kadri's gone, mm-hmm. but. Also, you still need to remember we've still got McKinnon, we've still got McCarr, we've still got Frankie and Goal. Like, is there me? I could just name all the players and how great they are. Yes, Landeskog is injured right now, but he's coming back. Coming back, okay. Yeah, that, that that's the thing that might uh, affect. Um, what I was what I was thinking is that like obviously my brain goes Colorado goes first because they're just they're going to keep it up, right? We we just assume that yeah. it's almost like the recency <laughs> bias thing, right? Um, but considering the losses in the lineup and, uh, the fact that they always seem to deal with major injuries every season, right? It's already yes. started with Landeskog. <laughs> if, if you told me McKinnon's going to be out for a few months and Rantanen's going to have a broken leg uh, until the playoffs or some stuff, I, I'd believe you. Please don't tell me this. McKinnon's already, like, broken his leg, like, was a few years back and, like, just missed the whole of hockey. And that was when Colorado was, you know, not great. Yeah. So, you know... <laughs> But we, I would still kind of expect him to Dorbin make it, injury. though, right? Oh, 100%. He'll be fine. Maybe not but first, also, but like, they'd be in the playoffs. Crying. Yeah. 
I think they will be first, but not President Trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. It's rare that teams win the President's Trophy like uh, multiple times in a row. Yeah, well, they, they, were, were they? Uh, I forget where they landed. They in the didn't league get it last, last year. year. They, no, because they got it the year before, and that's oh, yeah, why they yeah. won the cup last year. <laughs> yeah, because it's tradition, it's science, it's science, it's magic. Exactly. Chanel said so. I did, <laughs> and I am no. legit. Let's. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm surprised at which players are actually scoring more on Avalanche at the moment. Even like I know I made my predictions preseason or whatever, but I did think like some of the I want to say in air quotes here back benchers would be scoring more especially like um on on the defense as well i feel like mccars can like raise the bar for colorado mm-hmm. defense so there's going to be more like assisting from the defense line and not just from the forwards line so i'm really excited to see that and also just seeing names like lekman and nachu skin like getting points and everything i'm like yep yeah, yeah already so um i think i think there's going to be a lot more shifting in terms of like who's getting more points on the team like cadbury yeah, was a star sense. yeah but i do think there are some other all-stars that have come out this year on this team because they're going to be given the opportunity because it's not going to be just lanskog mckinnon cadbury if, if they follow like the tampa bay model we might see something like that right where like tampa it seemed like whenever they would lose, lose guys some other guy they slot into their lineup all of a sudden starts performing right yeah same like the defense is kind of like coming up like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> My big question is the goaltending. Please yeah. don't. Don't question. <laughs> don't Just look at believe. it. Don't touch it. It's fragile. Because <laughs> like, let's be honest. Nice I know some it. people were a little, I, I, I saw a lot of fans <laughs> going like, oh, they didn't win the cup because of Kemper. And like, he's not that great of a goalie. Because like, look at the team in front of him. But I do feel also, like Darcy Kemper was a good goaltender. Yeah, he's a phenomenal goaltender, and the fact exactly. that he had a phenomenal team in front of him just, you know, made him look even better. He was yeah. really good back in the day with Arizona when they were mediocre to bad, <laughs> right? When they were a team. <laughs> yeah. So, like Georgiev and Fransuz, I'm like, Ugh. I like Georgiev, <laughs> but Fransuz wasn't great a few years back. Like he was utterly disastrous, and it was just like he's going in goal, prepare for a loss, right? Like, and now it's like, you know what? This is Maybe. something I can fuck with. So he was decent last year, right? He was. I was I was surprised. Like, excuse me. Excuse and this me, is why sir. I'm a little upset because I ended up drafting him for my pool. Because I was <laughs> I was figuring, oh, maybe he'll take over some games for, for, uh, for Colorado. We could have potential of being a starter. They'll win a lot of games, so that's some that's some good points right there. And he's been off to a rough start. <laughs> yeah. Well they've been playing Georgiev more, eh? Yeah, well, it's the start of the season as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. still one of those things where, like, I feel like the start of the season they treat kind of as preseason as well, where it's not as serious until, say, like, uh, Black Friday, and then they're like, you know what? Now we should probably uh, stop fucking about. You know, I, I don't know. It's it's a marker in the American calendar. I know that's November. <laughs> Let me just drink my beer, okay? <laughs> And then Chanel, that means you for your uh, pick for first was Wild? Minnesota Wild, mm. of course. Who who would have guessed it? <laughs> I love them. I love my little Wild. Um, I actually have the counter to what Jesse was mentioning. You know, losing Fiala is it really a bad thing? Yes. However, I 
I am, this is, this is a boldy assumption. <laughs> wow. Uh, Matthew Boldy. <laughs> he, okay, he only played 47 games last season. Okay. And he had 39 points in 47 games. Currently, just today, I'm just mentioning it today because I noticed it. He has six points in five games. I think he's going to keep it up from last season. I'm going to even go as as far as to say he can literally match Fiala this season. Mm. Same points, everything. I mean, maybe more if we're going to aim for the stars. But this is why I don't think losing Fiala is as terrible as we as it sounds. And, and it is. I loved Fiala on the wild. I'm just saying he can maybe be pl- replaced by Boldy. And Rossi, Rossi or Rossi? Rossi, yep. Rossi, you know, he's also very good. So, you know, they've added that uh, Carilli. Cirilli? No, Carilli? Carilli? Cur- 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 say, like, he's a Thrilly? He's a Thrilly. Exactly. Carilli? His name is Carill, right? Yes. And he comes from Seville. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Caprizov? Carilli? Also, I'm really good at pronouncing names, but not today, friends. Not today. Hockey names are hard, um, especially if you don't hear them out loud. Like, yeah. if you don't watch the games where the announcers pronounce the names regularly, some of them, it's, it's a guessing games. game. Even then, the announcers one day will pronounce it this way, and then pronounce yeah, it Yeah, exactly. Way. Taves? Oh, God. Tavares? I used to Tavares. call, when I, when I was younger, I used to call Taves Toes. 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 Tavares, Tavares, even t- mm, don't get me started on that. Anyways, <laughs> some require pronunciation guide. Let's be honest. Absolutely, there um, should be the, phonetics um, on on their jerseys for the Canadians. Right, their new uh, 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 sort of uh, fan favorite there, Arbor Jacki. Oh yeah. Look, I would have never been able to, to guess that pronunciation in a million years without somebody telling me how it's it's said. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cool name, um, though. I like it. It's unique. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my <laughs> point, is that I think that you scored him too low. I'm just going to say that. Especially considering, like, their losses aren't, like, crazy detrimental to them, considering yeah. they were second in the Central last season, right? Um, therefore, I think they can go up from there. Yes, they lost people. They gained people too. And then other people are growing. You know, I just feel like they're going to push towards a W. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The more I talk with you, you two, I, I feel like you're, you're convincing me a little bit there. Uh, I, I won't change my pick obviously there, but I, I, I do feel like uh, the wild might've been a bit too low on my predictions. I stand by what I said, but the, the positioning is a little tough to predict obviously if rossi and boldy have amazing seasons Uh, then throw throw that out it's it it, never mind that (laughs) (laughs) and he already is yeah they they kind of have to bank on it right because they're both on uh, entry-level contracts they make very little money right now so that's Mm -hmm. how you get around the cap problems is by having very low paid young players on elcs who can provide like some guy who's getting paid seven million bucks you know yeah yeah yeah, for sure Mm, yeah well there you have it, y'all, the central picks. And we're going to try to speed it up for the Pacific one because we, uh, we, went, we went pretty long on that. Wait, so let's, You know what? Uh, 
that's fine. Pacific for me is my clown league where I literally just went. <laughs> I this knew would be it. Funny, wouldn't it? Every year. Every year. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I feel like year in and year out, most pe- most fans will usually point to the Pacific as being the weakest division. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna say that you change your mind? Because I don't. Oh no no I, I no there's no but to this. <laughs> okay. It's just, it's just weakest. Well, well okay, we... so last place for me for the Pacific was Seattle Kraken. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, really, for Ooh, sure. Okay. How about you, Jesse? Um, I'm going with the San Jose Sharks. Oh, I'm going for the Ducks. Okay. Oh, cool. yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, we are going to trim this up a bit so I won't speak too long but basically the Seattle Kraken are still new they're still trying to figure out things they are adding like they have good additions and they will continue to add good additions to their team um you know they have wait they have do they have Wright with them yeah Shane Wright's gonna be playing this year yeah so that's pretty fun you know Mm -hmm. uh we'll see how it goes it doesn't always go as successfully as you thought and he wasn't even supposed to be picked, right? Wasn't it? What's that guy's name? Uh, Slavkovsky. Yeah. Wasn't he supposed to be picked? Yeah, right. There was a lot yeah. of uh, talk about Wright going first overall. Um, mm-hmm. Even later on, once people started saying Slavkovsky might be first, it was still surprising to see Shane Wright not just drop to second or third, but then fourth. Yeah. It, so It was quite a surprise. So it actually might be surprising and then he can just shove it in everyone's faces. <laughs> or it could just be like, you know, you go into something and you're instantly low confidence because you thought you were the shit and it turns out other people don't agree with you quite yet. You know? Life, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one. there you go. And then you have Grubauer who hasn't been doing as, you know, he's not as yeah. good as he used to be. Give him but it, time. it's the team, man. It's the team, it's though, the Molly. Team. It is. Don't hate on Grubauer. Okay? No, I, I like Grubauer. I'm just saying it's difficult. And then also you have the the, the little dangle of uh, David Haxtall. He is he going to get fired right off the bat? Because, you know, I know it's a new season, a new team, but they're going to have to make some moves. If he, if, if, if they falter this season, something's going to change for sure. I just don't have much confidence in this team yet. Not that I hate them. I just know it's a work in progress, period. You obviously hate them. That's, that's what I'm taking away from this. No. Just kidding. Just kidding. Big hater. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> Why'd you put Sharks in last then? Because um, I think the Sharks suck. Oh, honestly, me too. Yeah, I'm really um, kind of like, I feel bad for San Jose fans because I don't think this team really knows what they're doing and I don't think they have a direction. I think they're really stuck in a rut and it's uh, not great. It's that weird situation where like, I think, from what I can tell, from what I've been seeing, it seems like maybe the ownership of the team wants this team to at least aim for the playoffs and they've been maybe making their moves according to that edict. Um, but I don't think this team will come close to a playoff spot. And honestly, oh, no, 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 I okay. think they should have been rebuilding now for the last little while, and they don't seem to want to like face that reality. Mm. It's the sort of thing where like everybody sees it. You're kind of a train wreck. 
maybe you should just start stripping the team for parts and do the rebuild. I kind of get why they maybe wanted to try at a playoff spot because, like we said, we're we're kind of low on the Pacific Division, which means mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like the playoff spots might be up for grabs. But I do feel like the teams at the top of the Pacific have kind of started to solidify, so I don't think it's as much of a of a possibility for them to actually uh, nab a spot. I I think honestly, it's a pretty mediocre team. Uh, their their additions are like nothing to write home about honestly like like i'm i'm maybe the coaching change will fix things but honestly it's it's so it's i it's just so hard to see it it's it's rough like maybe eric carlson has a bounce back season and everything is better but then you've got vlasic that's still on the books for seven million for the next four years and like that i i don't see that ever salvaging itself and I was kind of hoping to see William Eklund play for them this year. He had a very good showing last year early on. And I was like, keep this kid on your team, man. He could really, like, boost you up. And they, they're they not playing him yet. I don't know if he will play this year. But, like, he might be one of their few saving graces. And they they, they don't seem to want to use him right now. So uh, I, I don't have much faith in the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. I still stand by the fact that they fired their coach. They definitely needed to fire Bob Bugner. Um, I, I he, he should have been fired a while back. But um, I still don't think it's like, you know, the the new coach might not be enough to change things. And you know, oh, and they lost Brent Burns. I mean, you know, yes, he, yeah, he, he was still solid. Jesse, keep that's give my me one thing. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Pardon ah. me, folks. I just, I that's just have a a, 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 a. How do you? I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say passionate, but maybe I have a passionate feeling of malaise with the sharks. Does that make sense? That's very. Yeah, yeah I get that. Um, <laughs> I feel strongly about how gross they make me feel. Yeah, yeah like oh. if I was a San Jose fan <laughs> right now, I would feel very sad because I'd feel like it's meandering. You know, it's kind of treading water. Uh, and sharks can't stop swimming, or else they die. Just. That's a fun fact. Uh, maybe about that's sharks. how they're doing it. They just bow, keep bow, looking bow. ahead. They keep swinging, uh, swimming. I mean, and they oh, don't keep see... swinging, eh? <laughs> they don't see what needs to be done, and that's maybe stop and reassess and retool yeah. at the very least. Okay, Molly, and you? I I did put ducks, um, mainly Quack. because I didn't have anything to say about them, and I don't actually know where Anaheim is, and I don't like their logo. There we go. Hey, in ducks. California, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, I didn't oh. sound stupid at all. Good. Us, us Canadians are not great at American geography. Um, uh, no. I, I'm European. <laughs> <laughs> You're European? On the other side of the world. I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> in, case, in case you hadn't noticed from my outrageous accent. Oh, I thought you just um, had like a speech impediment. No, that that too. <laughs> You, you struck me as like a. I thought you came from the southern states, you know. Oh yeah. Are we talking New Zealand, <laughs> Australia, <laughs> Hawaii. Um, yeah, I put ducks because um I had nothing to say about them. But after your little, I want to say soliloquy about the sharks, I did put them seventh place, um, because I actually knew one thing about them, and that's they lost Brent Burns. Yeah. So that's your that's seventh, seventh place. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. That's my seventh place as well. There you go. Nice. What yeah, did you put, um... Jesse? Oh, I put the ducks. Oh, okay, okay. 
Okay. Well, well you got anything more to add on shark? Sharks. Yeah, sharks. Obviously, my main point was going to be they lost Burns. They lost, you know, Aiden Hill. Even, um, I mean, whatever. But <laughs> I just think they're in a game of of um, tug of war. They can't decide yeah. what they want to do. Like Jesse said it perfectly. I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, do they want to just crash? But there's like. I feel like there's a miscommunication. Like maybe the GM's like, "Listen, I want you guys to make the playoffs because it's possible." And then the coach is like, "Bro, we cannot. Let's just get a first round pick." I'm not sure what's going on here, but people just seem um, lethargic on the team. And that's all I'm going to say. Let's move on. I'm done. Move on, ducks. Give me your duck reasoning. <laughs> um, I almost wanted to put the ducks a bit higher. But looking at them, I still feel like they're probably going to be low in the division, which is why I put them at seventh. Um, They are, like, they made it publicly known, they are still rebuilding. So in that sense, it seems clear that they're going to aim lower than playoffs, right? Even though this could look bad in a few months, and they could sneak their way into that sort of wild card or, like, third in the, you know, Pacific. Like we said, it's a weaker division. Who knows what happens? Maybe something crazy happens and they slip in. But... Um, generally speaking, I'm I'm relatively low on them. Uh, the additions of Frank Vitrano, Ryan Stone, and Strom, sorry, and John Klingberg, I think, are pretty uh, interesting. They could uh, bolster the team, but especially with Klingberg's contract being signed to a one-year contract, seven million. I do believe it's the, that same strategy that I mentioned earlier of like let him play, get some points, rack up some value, and then you trade him at the deadline to a competing team, right? Yeah. I think most of the hype will be for the young guys, the Zegris, uh, Drydesdale, McTavish, see how well they can improve. And you just want to see growth with those guys, basically. I, I, I don't know that, like, maybe Anaheim fans are hoping, like, crossing their fingers that they slip into the playoffs. But as long as I think those young guys grow, I think that will be a positive for them. So I, I'm I'm low on them, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. They're just, you know, they're going through the growing pains. You know, they're, they're doing the stuff that they need to do. I forgot Zegris was a person. What? <laughs> he's talked about it all the time. <laughs> I know, I know. He's like, you know, one of those, you know, cool hockey dudes you should know about. Yeah. But I forgot he was a duck. <laughs> yeah. So, my hey, bad. It brings some maybe excitement to put... the team, right? Yeah, maybe I should have put him seventh then, because, you know, it's... at least I got something. <laughs> <laughs> should we go, go on to sixth? Hmm? Yes. Yeah. What do you guys get? Wait, six. Yeah, Vancouver Canucks. I also have Vancouver at six. Oh my god, mm. me too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. Well, that um, makes it easy. My my reason my reason's really fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> Christ. I put them I put them fourth last year because I was like, they've got this. They've got this. They're gonna do amazing. They've got Cryboy Quinn. Like, what's what's there to lose, you know? And then they did absolute shite. So sick. I was I was too enthusiastic last year. You feel burned yeah. by them? Yeah, I do. I feel betrayed. <laughs> I'm hurt. So, what are your actual reasons, guys? <laughs> no, I I like that reason. If I'm being honest, it's for me. It's more of a a feeling um feel it in my nugs <laughs> i follow the connects because i have like a soft spot for them and similar to the leafs you just get to know a team and you are 
pleasantly surprised if something changes. Um, yeah. And that's how I feel about the Canucks. Like, they just do not lend – I don't have any confidence in them, you know? Um, they did re-sign Miller, right? Did they? Yeah, eight for seven. Yeah. Eight million for seven, which is awesome considering there was, um, you know, some confusion with the management team uh, and him. I don't think they saw eye to eye when it came to an extension. A lot of trade yeah. speculation at the time, right? Yeah, mm. exactly, exactly. But it, you know, it worked out. He got his points. He last year he was at he had like ninety nine points. Is that right? I don't know. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, which is super good. So it's great that they kept him. However, like if that's all I've got to say, I mean, there's the the younger people, obviously. Uh, I for, I don't know their names. They're I can't pronounce them. Hoglander and Podkolzin. Yes, <laughs> that. <laughs> Um, you know, they have fun ideas. <laughs> they have fun, fun ideas. ideas. <laughs> but, you know, there's also there's also injuries, okay? So, yeah. no, no, I, I, I just, I don't have to say, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. How about that? Nothing really changed. Therefore, I don't think they're going to grow. And because they're a team that's not all put together all the time, the change could be, the lack of change could just be, let's just stay in our spot where we were last year, which is fifth in the Pacific. Or let's just get a little more sucky. And let, that's why I put them in sixth, because I am going to go with the latter. I feel like I'm only putting them in sixth because I'm, I'm guessing, I'm anticipating improvement from other teams. And honestly, I was almost anticipating improvement from Vancouver. Like we saw last year when... Um, uh, Bruce Boudreau joined the team. They actually started performing very well. They they could have possibly made the playoffs if maybe he would have joined the team earlier, right? Because like they had such a rough beginning. Yeah, but that's um, true. I mean, we're already seeing it to start the season. They are winless. They are off to a terrible start again. And like you said, I don't think the team changed enough to really fix some of the problems. They they made some fringe changes, right? Yeah. Um, Jason Dickinson got traded away and Halak is, is no longer the backup. And then you add in like someone like Mikheyev and Riley Stillman on the back, but I don't think it's really enough to do anything. And yeah. the, the, uh, it's weird. Cause like I was, I know a lot of fans were high on Hoaglander for a while, but now it seems like he's playing his way out of the lineup, either that or the coach just doesn't want him in the lineup. It seems like his, his position there is tenuous, but Colson, at least there's still something to look forward to. Um, but it's I don't know. There's there's this weird thing where like um, I th- I think that I think what I, what I would say is that the forward core I think is pretty good. They've definitely got some good guys up front, and they That's could it. keep excelling. I could see them score more, but I do not have a lot of faith in that defense. Aside from Quinn Hughes, who is technically more of an offensive defenseman, right? So like you can't always rely yeah. on him to you know do proper defensive work. Like not to say that he's bad. It's just. You know, he's more of an offensive do his job. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then the rest of the, the, the defense core, oof, I do not feel strong about that at all. And, like, Thatcher Demko is a very, a very good young goaltender. Absolutely. We have seen him have some rough, rough patches before. I think that could still happen. He's still young and growing. But I also expect him to have some crazy hot streaks at some point, especially if they make the playoffs. If, if they do, then, you know, all bets are off. Demko seems to just go crazy in the playoffs. Okay. I... So. I need people to know that I love Demko. I love him. That's it. He's a goalie instant love because he's not Finnington. That's right. (laughs) 
Yeah, so we'll we'll see how this team works out. Uh, I I feel like Vancouver fans want them to make the playoffs. Absolutely, I think that was the hope initially. But you know, a few games in already, it's looking disastrous. Molly, you already said something about the Canucks, no? Yeah, yeah. I just said how disappointed I was. Oh yes, that's right. The absolute disappointment. The betrayal. The absolute even. worst. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna move swiftly on to number five. Um, this is where I slotted in the Kraken. You know, I'm playing it easy mm. this year. I'm not thinking Kraken number one. You know, she's 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 been <laughs> Wait, did sensible. You do that last year? She's really yeah. she's really tweaking this year, tweaking uh, it up. Yeah, this year I'm I'm not being that um impulsive. <laughs> well, I'll agree with you. I have the Kraken at fifth. Shit. Oh, see Chanel. Mm, kings hey okay so what's your king what's your king reasoning um well someone else go first because i lost my notes okay then we will talk about seattle um i mainly put them fifth because of their acquisition of burakovsky that's it (laughs) i mean that's fair he is a pretty good acquisition i will say the other acquisition that was really strong for them um uh, some people I might not have noticed was Oliver Bjorkstrand. Um, I oh. think he went a little bit under the radar last year because he played in Columbus. And, you know, again, us were Canadian hockey market people. I do notice that Columbus seems to get ignored pretty often. And I don't think people realized how good of a season Bjorkstrand had. And he got traded away for very little to Seattle, basically because they, they just had to, to dump him for to make cap space. So it, I think that's a really good addition for the Kraken. Um. I have questions about signing Martin Jones as a backup goalie. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But um, it's only because Christian Drieger is out for a while because of surgery, right? Like, theoretically, he should be back eventually, and then who knows where their goaltending is at by then. Yeah. I think Grubauer just got injured, right? Like, I just, haven't been paying recently. too much attention to Seattle, so... Yeah, Grubauer, Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, eh? They're, like, last year was so blah in Seattle that I feel like mm. they aside from like I guess like new fans or people who really wanted to follow the, the new team they kind of just they didn't have the same fanfare as Vegas that's for sure well Seattle is not Vegas is it you know no not... that's true <laughs> it's not glitz and glam they haven't got any stupid shiny gold helmets oh god if Beneers and Wright um, do a good job of growing um, I think this team could overperform for sure. Um, I think I have a better feeling about Beneers uh, growing than Wright, because Wright is his first year. They don't have him slotted uh, higher in the lineup yet. But Beneers already yeah. played a handful of games last year, and he was off to a hot start. And I think he... Uh, is he centering their first line right off the bat? I think he is. Yeah. So Matty Beneers might it's be more wild. poised than Shane Wright to have that strong first year. Right. Chanel, notes on Kings. We got them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I'm going to have to stick with my choice because I wrote it down. However, I'm not feeling confident anymore because, uh, I forgot that they added Kevin Fiala, obviously to their roster, which is superb. It's great to have with the Kings and, and, you know, they were third in the Pacific last season, but now I have to spin it in the direction in which I put them so let's say it was a fluke (laughs) it was not 
it, it was just a fluky fluke. They're going to suck this year. Um, Drew Doughty is not going to be as good. And Jonathan Quick will not be able to keep up the season. I mean, that's actually an honest assumption here that Jonathan Quick won't be able to keep up. He's he said this how old is he? Exactly. He literally said this last year and he's still, you know, he's fast. I know. He's living he's up to his name. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome that he's doing that. And I am all for that. So the reason I just have to say it because of where I put him, uh, put the team, uh, maybe that's the, that's the X factor. That's the X factor. It's Jonathan Quick. What will he do? What will he do? We'll see. Don't, you know, I'll have to come off back. Of that. <laughs> Because okay. my number four team is Los Angeles, the Kings. Me too! There yeah. you go, perfect. That's what I was hoping. Oh we could just uh, segue God. into this. Yeah. Uh, what, why? 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 Well, because they made the playoffs <laughs> last year, and I guess I'm uh, going with recency bias. Honestly, me too. And also, I hear they're up and coming, you know? <laughs> we said that like three years in a row. They're up and coming. It may take mm. a year, it may take three, but you know, <laughs> consistency <laughs> is key. I, I will say, I could see them dropping <laughs> out again. And technically, yeah. when you look at it, fourth in the division doesn't technically guarantee you a playoff spot, right? If the wild cards are all, all two uh, wild cards are in the central, fourth is not enough to make the playoffs in the Pacific, right? So theoretically, they could still end up fourth and not make the playoffs. That's possible. But um, I mean, that's what it is. I think with the addition of Kevin Fiala, the young guys that are there that are still growing, I have a good feeling about this. And honestly, if Doughty, if you remember, he was off to a good start last season. Then he got injured and he missed the whole season. He wasn't even able to play in the playoffs. If he starts back up again in the right shape, if he's playing well, technically it's almost like an addition, right? Like if they were able to make it without Doughty and then Doughty is just as good as, you know, his at least maybe second, third, fourth best season, that might still be enough for them, you know? It, it's like a boost. I was, I was going to say, they, they, they've still got like their solid, solid players. <laughs> that sounds really dumb. But, you know, when you think of Kings, you think of quick obs. Um mm -hmm. Dude, you just said Doughty. Uh, Kopitar? Kopitar? Oh, Kopitar, yes. Kopitar? Yeah, Kopitar is always awesome. He's he's always awesome. He's like king of the assists. <laughs> he's an LA <laughs> king of the assists. I'll see myself out. Because they've had, like, consistent, okay players for a while, I feel like they're up and coming. This is the year that we're going to have another breakout star. Mm -hmm. It's another avalanche thing, I feel, where, he, you know, it might be the time where the lines all increase at the same level of expertise. So you never know. They might just come out of nowhere with their shiny silver helmets and actually play good. Mm -hmm. I think what will matter they is the, the goaltending, right? Because like we're saying, we're quick as a sort of thing, like when does he finally leave? Because, you know, age eventually yeah. will, you know, get to him. But um, isn't it Pete I, Peterson's their backup? Yeah, and I think that's the problem, is that Peterson was expected to be the starter eventually. He showed a lot of promise in his young age, and it seemed he was poised to eventually take over from Quick, and they, they paid him like it too. They they gave him a, a hefty um, extension considering his career up to that point. Um, I, I forget yeah. the, the dollar amount. It was like 
was it five? Yes, they paid him five million for the next three years. And Cal Peterson has not been playing up to that at all, honestly. Like last year was rough for him, and he's already rough to a up to a rough start to start the year. So if Quick starts breaking down and Peterson can't keep it up, that could absolutely sink their chances. That's the thing that I'm he's worried doing about. Doing all right. He's got two wins and one loss so far this for who this quicker for and Peterson. Really? Yeah. I thought he lost more than that. Isn't his save percentage like crap though? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what he's still say. winning. He's been, he's been letting in pucks. He's definitely been letting in pucks. He's been letting in pucks, but he's still a winner in our eyes. So yeah, we'll see how that that ends up uh, affecting their their team. Honestly, I think it could be the the make or break factor. Yeah, Chanel. I've got. Oh, the Ducks. Oh. Yeah, I've got the Ducks in the in fourth place. Um, I think they are. Okay, they didn't do very well last year when they were seventh in the Pacific. Uh, but I do think they're going to come back and do. Uh, have a good job. They did just add Klingberg, right? Uh, mm. Which means they now have two really good defensemen on their team that might be maybe maybe a little bit of healthy competition in the mix. You know, they're both defensemen, um, John Klingberg and I'm talking about Drysdale. Okay, yeah. um, Drysdale's very young, obviously, so he gets his uh, last season was was pretty good for him. But when you have Klingberg on the ice, maybe... You're fighting for time, maybe a little bit, because they both had a pretty good season, but one has the advantage of leadership. He's already been on the ice for, for quite some time. and uh, or, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they're going to be buddy-buddy, and he's going to teach him the ropes, because Klingberg was only signed for like a year, right? Exactly. That's yeah. what yeah. I was saying about the uh, being traded away at the deadline, possibly. Yeah, exactly. So if he can do anything, it's probably gives some confidence in this team because they do have a decent amount of young players on their team. They've got Zegris, they've got Drysdale, they have McTavish, all names that I already have come to recognize in their youth. So I'm very curious to see what they'll do with someone being a leader, maybe specifically Drysdale, uh, Drysdale and Klingberg. But I think they're going to do a good job. I think I, they're going to change it I will it say, up. if your yeah. scenario ends up being true where they are in contention for a playoff spot, I do think that they might keep Klingberg instead of trading him away because then... That's what I was literally... Ducks for cup. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you assume they're going to trade him away to some team going into the playoffs so he can have a chance to play there. But if they themselves are going to the playoffs, then, you know, stick yeah. around, right? They have a piece... And they are able to remove it or move it around or keep it. Like, it's up to them. It just, it depends yeah. on how it goes. And maybe he can help this team, push them a little bit further. Um, and that's what I've got to say. So That was very comprehensive, and I feel bad. <laughs> give the ducks more faith, you know. I'll give them some more bread next year. I, I have a bias towards them, because that's where my baby Frederick Anderson came from. <laughs> And now we're off to third place! Whoop, whoop, whoop. I've got the Knights. I put... I put the Knights! Hey! And Jesse? What about you, Jesse? I got the Oilers. Ew. 
Poor Okay. Ew, you disagree or ew, you don't like them? <laughs> I just don't like them because I definitely don't agree. <sighs> I don't agree and also like, ew. I want to, mm, um, I'll talk about the Oilers when we get there because I have opinions. Um, <laughs> nice. Then maybe um, start, yeah, start with the Knights. Let's start with the Knights. You know what? I don't have anything really nice to say about the Knights. They seem to still be an okay team, I guess. So that's why they're up in the top three. The end. Wait, no. I actually have more to say, but you, know, <laughs> you, you say your stuff. Well, they have a good goaltender, right? They've got Logan Thompson. I agree. I think he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I think he's good. Yeah. I think I was just, I wanted to hear what you guys if you agree with me, obviously, I mean, you can't deny his own save percentage. He had a 0.915 save percentage last season. Um, yeah. I think he'll be able to to give that extra push to the Knights to land them in a playoff spot um, after not doing so uh, for the first time in history last year. Um, so all they need, honestly, is just a little nudge towards them, towards that, and then after that, a drive, right? Um to me, yeah. the Golden Knights are made up of really angry people because they were uprooted from all of their teams. It was and they were frustrated noticeably a few years ago, and they were all driven by that anger. And I still think I think that that anger is probably gone because you know they're a knight now. It's kind of how it works, and thing people have come, people have gone. But um, is still angry though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. And there's random. I'm nights. coming for you, Knights fans. <laughs> they probably definitely have a sort of more higher standard for the team, right? Right off the bat. Ah, uh, yeah. That's if you're a new issue, hockey yeah. fan and you joined in because of Vegas, and then they made the Cup Finals in the first year, your your expectations are like unrealistic. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly. what I'm saying. They were driven by anger, and now they need to find another reason to come together. And anger win the cup i'm gonna say win the cup because they've gone so far as to almost win that cup already and then they just missed a playoff spot last season so they just need a nudge and they need to change their mindsets um with that being said the reason why they're not first or second in my books is because they do have injuries you know they have robin uh, robin yeah leonard who's injured with the i think it's a knee injury or he had surgery or something he had yeah. surgery yeah, that's what it was. So it seems like a, my choice is a little, it's not very based off of cats, uh, I guess you can say. Just a feeling. Yeah. There you go. Jesse, why have you put the Oilers third? Um, the way I see it is that I feel like the Oilers are definitely better than they've probably ever been at this point in the last few years. Like with the McDavid era, I think we're finally starting to see some consistent success from them. So in that sense, I feel comfortable putting them in the top three. I feel good enough to say they're definitely going to make a, the playoffs right. I think most people assume that. But I still see enough um, messiness and flaws within the team that I expect them to end up in third. Um, I don't have too much problems with their forward core, obviously, because between McDavid and Dreisaitl, goals are, are, are a guarantee. Like, this <laughs> is right. The other guys are just there to <laughs> receive passes or maybe give passes. And, you know, you, you take the points where you can get them. Um, I do not like Evander Kane as a person. I don't think he Blech. should be playing in the league. But while he's there, he is producing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's what kind of bugs me is that because he's producing so well, it's that's why he is sticking around, you have to right? to talk about him. Ugh. Yeah. Disgusting. 
unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah. So don't be surprised if he has an amazing season and everybody forgets about uh, the the person of Vander Kane and just keeps talking about the player of Vander Kane, right? Um, but uh, I have a bit less faith in their defense core. Ew. I don't think it's bad. I think it's decent, but I don't think it's amazing either. And the goaltending, I have a lot of questions because um, Mike Smith, for his shakiness at times, has been surprisingly solid with them. Uh, it seems like age might have finally caught up because he's going to be probably on LTIR for the whole season. So it does go to Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner. I think Skinner's a decent backup, and Jack Campbell proved himself in Toronto, but... Can you repeat it with Edmonton? I am not sure. We'll we'll see where it goes, but I have some doubts about it. You're just covering all the points here, aren't you? <laughs> got um, I put Oilers in second. All right, then. Follow so, up. Um, why, why do you think the Oilers are going second? Basically, what you said is like they are in like their prime mm-hmm. of the McDead to Me era. <laughs> um. So, and the thing is, is. Uh, they've got a lot of good players. Ugh, I hate that. I fucking hate that. They've got a lot of good players. You know, you obviously you've got McDavid and Dryside all scoring, but also like, is it Nugent? Nugent Hopkins? Nugent? Yeah. Paul Nugget Nuge. Hopkins? The old Nuge Hoppy, man. He's actually doing pretty well this season already so far. I've found just points wise which i'm surprised at but also i feel like the defense is actually growing to actually be a defense and supporting the forwards rather than just being like well mcdavid's got the park off you guys let's just stand and watch (laughs) so i feel like they're actually gluing gluing together as a team because that's what we were saying the last couple of years is why we put them so low is it is the the front line show and then without the front line the team falls to nothing but I feel like they proved last year that they're growing not just as a line. There, there's more depth for just three players. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see. It. And also with Campbell, I put them higher up because I thought Campbell would be really good with them. Because you know, like Barry as well is good with them. So I'm oh, just I see. Getting some, you know, I'm mm. not just trying to like good vibes. You know, mm, yeah. So that's my reason. What, who do you guys put second? I actually put the Oilers as well. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? Uh, you did. You, you basically said they, they have more depth. That's the most important point for me. Is they don't that's just look word. like a top team. Yeah, <laughs> depth, depth, depth. Um. <laughs> uh, and then I also agree with Je- with Jesse about like Campbell being. Will he be good? Will he be bad? I personally think that Jack Campbell cannot top his success with the Leafs because the Leafs they usually make goaltenders suck right um (laughs) but it was the opposite in this case which is nice however with that being said he has not always been a really good goaltender he just had that phenomenon with the Leafs and as we are seeing right now he's also not having like the best time he was already pulled in one game epically um that's not to say that he's going to suck for the whole year, but I don't have as much faith uh, in him as I did when he was with the Leafs. He looked more confident here. It's a little bit mm, hit or miss. Um, And also I was going back and forth between my first and second for the Oilers. Will they be the top? Will they be second? I just think they're going to stay. I think so. You know, that's the most important thing is what Molly said. They just look like they have 
they're forming a really good team with their additions. Like, like you said, they've got Tyson Berry. Now they have Zach Hyman, who's a really good, um, I call him, I don't know, I feel like he's a gritty player. I don't know. They need oh, players CC. like that. Oh, yeah, CC, of course. CC. <laughs> I was just saying uh, yes, but I was like, oh, yeah, CC. Uh, good. No. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But uh, what's so, Jesse got number two? So for number two, me, I just have the opposite. It's the Vegas Golden Knights. So for me, the Golden Knights is... Yeah, I have actually a, a, a bit to say about them. I have weird mixed feelings where um, I actually kind of like this team on paper. I think they have a decent lineup on the ice, but it is incredibly fragile because if any of those guys get injured, you basically have no replacements because what I don't like is the way the team is run off the ice, right? They basically are strapped to the cap at all times. They The, the, the cap is bursting. They're, they're, they're squeezing it to its max. And as soon as something goes wrong, it makes them, it makes it very difficult for them to navigate like, we, we see that a lot with teams that are very competitive, like Toronto and Tampa Bay. Obviously, you have to do some maneuvering, but it really feels like Vegas are, like, pushing the limits of what should be feasible. And I'm wondering at what point it screws them over, right? Like, the whole incident with uh, the mm-hmm. Dodonov trade last year, like, that was that was pretty bad. That, that, that was embarrassing. I feel like that's definitely a notch in the lose column, <laughs> the loss column for the <laughs> GM. And I should put him on notice. Right, yeah. it feels like they're they, they don't it, they're playing risky, and I get that it's you know it's Vegas and everything you know it, it makes sense in a way you're gonna you're gonna do some gambles, but at a certain point, um, I, I, I'm wondering when it'll catch up to them. God, you're so but, smooth with that. Pardon me. You're so smooth with that. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, though, I still feel like they're good <laughs> enough that they should be making the playoffs. Like I feel like they only missed the playoffs last year because uh, injuries just crazy crazy bad injuries it was just too much to handle and this year if they can keep healthy i do expect them to make the playoffs and part of that my biggest my biggest factor for that i do believe is bruce cassidy oh yeah new head coach right he was very good with boston um being a Leafs fan myself i don't love boston i always hate when we play against them but i always had a lot of respect for bruce cassidy as a coach because i always felt like he was really good for that team, he always brought them to the playoffs. Um, honestly, I'm surprised they fired him. Like, I, I, I saw more Boston Boston's woes more as a uh, failing of the GM to maybe give the proper supporting cast, maybe. You know what I mean? Instead of Bruce Cassidy not being a good enough coach. That's my opinion anyway. So, I, I have a feeling with Bruce Cassidy, they added Phil Kessel too. Phil Kessel could bounce back, right? So, like, I could see them making the playoffs. You get a full season of Jack Eichel. Hopefully that means he's healthy from the beginning and maybe he can refine his form that he had uh, in the early seasons of Buffalo. Um, even with the goalie injury of Leonard, which I thought would cripple them, um, technically, Logan Thompson played really well last year and um, he's playing good so far, honestly. Like, Logan Thompson was a pleasant surprise and uh, when Laurent Brossois comes back from the IR, hopefully he can help uh, keep that up either as a tandem or a backup or whatever their situation is. But like, I, I have a decent amount of faith in them. Uh, I, I really just think it's like their, their enemy right now would be injuries. If injuries hit them hard, they are probably screwed like last year. <laughs> also prepare for them to be at, uh, you already know that 
the Knights are assholes, so just prepare to, for them to be worse with Bruce Cassidy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and Phil Kessel? God yeah. damn it. I think their, uh, their likability factor <laughs> went down uh, over the years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Should we move on to oh. number one? Yes! Mm-hmm. I think that means we've got the same across the board then. I yes, we so. do, right? Calgary? Yes! Yeah. All oh right, God, we're all on fire for the flames. Sensible. So oh. fun. This is so fun. So fun. Oh my God. Uh, this team. Holy hell. On paper, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, on paper for sure. Like, Let's just. Wow. See? One of the craziest off seasons I've seen in a long time from a team. Oh, wild. Like you thought. Wild. You're like, all right, so they lose Goudreau. They lose Kachuk. And you say, excellent. They look great. <laughs> like, what? How does that even make sense? Oh, yeah, we it's just got so Cadre. It's fine. It's fine. What? That's true. And then they add Kadri. They add Mackenzie Weger. They have Jonathan Huberdo. What? what the fuck? So crazy, right? I don't right? understand like, what's happening. <laughs> Huberdo was, had such a strong season last year. And when I saw that trade happen with Huberdo and Kachuk, I was like, oh, Jesse holy shit. Wild. Yeah, he was it's like, wild, oh, right? Jesse, did, 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 Chanel, did you see the news? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and... I I have like a bit of a a uh, a thing I wanted to say about the GM uh, Jim Tree Living. Oh, I yeah. personally have That's been pretty game. down. On, yeah, I know, right? I've been down on him for the last few years. I have not really liked the job he's done with the Flames in general. I've always felt like the Flames ranged from like bad to good in between they almost seem to like yeah. vary over the years right like they were always in that sort of mediocre middle sometimes they'd have a bit of success in the playoffs and sometimes they would completely whiff and it, it was weird it seemed like from time to time like some years Gaudreau's not playing that well the team seems down then next thing you know they're excelling and I really felt like before last year my opinion was fire Jim Tree Living and let somebody else take over this team and, and even then if Tree Living wasn't fired I felt like if the team would fail again or not do that well, they should probably shake up that core, right? Of like Johnny Gaudreau and others. What I didn't expect was for them to have such a crazy good year that it almost like reversed all of the criticism. Like Johnny Gaudreau was amazing. Kachuk was amazing. Uh, amazing. They're, they're playing well under Sutter. I was just really impressed. But then they end up losing those guys in the playoffs, right? Uh, sorry, after the playoffs in the off season. It was like the weirdest thing. I went from saying like, change it all up, scrap everything to like, oh no, now everything's good. You should keep it. And then doesn't matter. They have to let it go because of circumstances, right? The contract situations kind of just made everything weird. But then when I saw the acquisitions of Huberto and Uyghur in that trade, I was pretty impressed. But everybody, again, we're saying, right, it's just they're on an expiring contract. They have one year left. So it's just like almost like a temporary rental. But then no, he signs them both to long-term extensions. So Perfect success. Then Kadri, right, signed uh, as the off-season big fish, basically that like most people were going after. Uh, I I gotta say, I think this might have saved Jim Tree Living's job and given him more time to like. I, I think maybe fans have had a bit more faith restored in him. I like I was down on him for a long time, but I'm pretty impressed with the off-season turnaround, considering how much 
uh, it felt like basically his balls were in a vice at this point, right? You're, you're stuck in a sticky situation where you, you there, there almost seems like there was no winning. Nice. I, how, how are you going to win when you lose Gaudreau and Kachuk? But then I think Absolutely. they might have done the best, <laughs> the best with the bad situation. Absolutely, they did. I'm very honestly, impressed. Honestly, if the Flames don't get President's Trophy this oh year... Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'd go that high. Oh, uh, but... actually, I have that on my notes. I agree really? with Molly. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, okay. yes, Chanel. <laughs> yes, Queen. I, I literally have that on my notes that I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. And then with that being said, the year after that, cup. Yeah, I'm going mm. that far. I'm going that Old. far. Within, within three years, the Flames will get a cup. My question mark is Markstrom, I think. He I was can- literally going to say he is a Vesna trophy. He's in form. He's in form, let me say that. Last year, he You think he's like Vesna caliber? Yeah. Yes. Defo. Top five. Mm-hmm. Top yeah. five Vesna. Mm-hmm. But let's remember, though, he totally faltered in the playoffs. Like, he's part of the reason the team Boy, lost, really. Hockey is different hockey we, we've talked about this if you're playing really well in the normal season yeah. you're probably gonna do not great in the playoffs unless you've already experienced that and realized you know what switch it up We're let's talking jam, about regular you know mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think he can season, be hit or miss sometimes amazing. when it comes to our playoff predictions my god is it gonna be messy that'll be yeah. fun yeah yeah <laughs> i think markstrom for me just feels like a flip of the coin like either he has like a rough time, or he's like amazing. I use their backup. Love him. Uh, Dan Vladar, who they Vladar. have signed to an extension. Ooh. I I'm pretty high on Vladar, though. I will say I do think he's a very solid backup goaltender. Oh well, then shit, they're literally so well rounded, and I think our choices were good. I mean, yeah, we all put the Flames at number one for a reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be an interesting season. I'm yeah. so excited for this season. Like, I'm already pumped. Just oh, same. But I know, I know, I shouldn't let my feelings get the better of me at the beginning of the season <sighs> until about January. Sorry, Black Friday, <laughs> and then, and then I can start getting emotional over my team and just be like, "Hey, I've done a what do you call it." the Canadians they've been Canadians or have they not done a Canadians have they done a Tampa Bay I don't know I don't know <laughs> I feel like I have a weird mixed uh feelings for the season in the sense like in terms of excitement just because as a Leafs fan I feel like I'm starting to get a little numb with the team it, it we're right like it's we've gotten to a point where it's every year the Leafs makes the makes the playoffs without question it's not really a problem and then they lose in the first round and that seems to be just a guarantee and I'm honestly I'm expecting that first part to be true again where they make the playoffs without too much problems right even if they have a rougher start they eventually even out and they make the playoffs right so I'm almost like sort of like wake me up when the playoffs start that's when I will see if Toronto has it or doesn't right Okay, so um, the am next hyped. podcast you'll listen to of Jesse will be at the playoffs. Um. <laughs> I am hyped for the other teams. I'm curious to see how the rest of the league shakes out because I find like, although Toronto will probably follow the same path of like playoffs and then, you know, first round, uh, maybe out, we'll see. The rest of the league, I do expect some surprises. They're, like I, I, when we we're talking about the Pacific and the Central, I do have that sort of like, 
that middle part where it's really hard to tell where people will end up. And we, we could see some surprises, uh, whether in teams falling or gaining traction. Mm. I just like seeing surprising stuff happen. I like seeing crappy teams all of a sudden become amazing and good teams having a disastrous fall and we all go, ooh, dramatic. You know what? I have heard, though, you know, on the DL, the kings are up and coming. I have heard that. Last podcast we did, did we all put Philadelphia as eighth in the Metro? Yeah. That's looking poor already. (laughs) Oh, no. Right? Like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised by that start. Oh, I, I do feel like it's Gritty. I feel like Gritty's doing like, you know, the Duolingo owl. He's just taking the players' families and just being like, <laughs> if you don't play well, you know, I've got your family. I think Gritty did some sort of ritual sacrifice. He, he pr- made some deal with some sort of like primordial entity, you know? Yeah. I'd, I'd see it. I'd see it. There's some evil behind those eyes. There's something dark there. Wait and see, Carolina is pretty legit, and you know, Phil, uh, Pittsburgh's still ahead of them. So yeah, I know it, it's early um, overreactions, right? Like right, right off the bat, like <laughs> yeah, Vancouver's definitely. toast, they're trash, and oh my god, Philadelphia is actually good. Who no, knew? the Sabers are gonna win the cup. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Leafs lose one game. That's it. It's fucking over. Everyone sucks. So I'm gonna burn my jersey right today. I mean, that's <laughs> the least, right? Game to game. <laughs> Jesus, so dramatic, man. Uh, Are we okay? Are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We chose hockey. Yeah, we'll leave it right there. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to our bold predictions for the season. You made it. You made it through. Thank you so much for listening. And um, please let us know what you think. Do you agree? Are you pissed off with my choices? Are you, do you agree with Molly's or Jesse's? Let us know in the comments below. How many fan bases did we offend today? I'm, I'm writing a list. A solid eight <laughs> is my, them. my guess. <laughs> probably, like 16. probably. I think we offended at least one person in every single fan base. <laughs> we apologize. We are trying our best, but you know, we've, we have to just be unbiased. I mean, we could also just be very wrong, so who knows, you know? It's true, true. and then and then you can laugh at us in the end and say, well, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> Statistically speaking, us. we're probably yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah tag, us tag us on Twitter if we're wrong. You know, I'm it's just underscore Molly, and you can tag Chanel at Chanel LV, or even just at this hockey pod. You know, did you like that? Did you like that segue? Yeah. The segues have been superb this uh, episode. so freaking smooth. Yeah, yeah. Un- unedited, just our our random banter. Enjoy raw bumps. <laughs> I'm right. not on Twitter, so I will avoid all accountability. So <laughs> let us know if you have any questions for Jesse. We'll relay them back to him. Yeah, by pigeon. Mm. Mm. All right, everyone. Have a lovely evening and day, Bye. morning, <laughs> wherever you're listening to this. I guess. Exactly. (laughs) Bye. Bye.